the We Fish ASA. I'm Steve Sarley. My partner is Dave Kranz, and We Fish ASA is always proud to offer you conversation with the most interesting, the most informative, the most entertaining, and some of the biggest names in the world of fishing. We Fish ASA is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. In particular, St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Calcutta, makers of a line of products that fit your fishing lifestyle and passion. And Daiwa, we've got your bass covered. Boy, Daiwa surely does. Great, great reels. Daiwa reels. We Fish ASA presents a new episode of our one-hour podcast each and every week. Available 24-7 everywhere you find your favorite podcast. And don't forget to check out our website, wefishasa.com. Our executive producer is Brad Nearman. He's from Berserk Productions down in Lando Lakes, Florida. Hey there, Bradley. I hope you're doing well. On today's show, we feature Dave Kranz interviewing our friend Dan Johnston from St. Croix about their new line of reels. St. Croix, the best rides on earth? Are there reels the best reels on earth? Maybe Dan will tell us that when Dave talks to him. We'll also talk about their uh, big win in the new product showcase at iCast for a freshwater rod that they would like to talk about. And then Dave sits down and visits with Jim Crowley from Jim Crowley Outdoors. He's an expert communicator in all areas of the outdoor sports, fishing, hunting, and the like. Social media, radio, television, Jim Crowley is one of the good guys in the business. And uh, shame on us for not having him on before this. Jim, we'll be right with you shortly. Dan will bring you on. I get to visit with a good friend, Dale Strohshine. Talk about nice guys. Man, this guy fishes walleyes. He fishes smallmouth bass like you've never seen. Uh, His tails will make you jealous. He catches big fish. He catches them all the time. And he's a great guy, Mr. Dale Strohshine. But first, let me turn it over to my partner, Dave Kranz, so he can bring out Dan Johnston. Take it away, Dave. As Steve said, I am Dave Kranz. This is the We Fish ASA podcast, and this segment is brought to you by St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Welcome back, Dan Johnston. Hey, Dave. How are you? I am doing good. And speaking of the best rods on earth, we just got back down uh, back from ICAST. And a freshwater rod win. Congratulations. Yeah, it's certainly, certainly humbling. I mean, we're, we're proud of it for sure. We won best, uh, best of category in freshwater with Mojo Bass Trigon. And uh, it's something we've worked really hard on to make people better on the water and to see it, see the dealers and media support it is, is certainly a blessing. And we're, we're happy. It just makes us want to work even harder. You know, it, it, that's, a, that's our goal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, maybe explain a little bit uh, what the, what that uh, how that rod is different to the uh, listeners, and and uh, basically that's the reason you won. Yeah, it's a, it's a um, Mojo Bass has been around a while, and our anglers know about it. It's been a staple in bass boats all over the really all over the globe. But what we did is we first of all expanded the model selection to thirty four. It's a bass centric model or bass centric series, and then we took a deep look at how people actually grab things and how, how the hand actually works up ergonomically on a rod handle. And we dove into data. It's called anthropometrics and it's data-based. Um, and there's numbers behind it and the size of the hand, the curvature of the hand, the, how the rod, the, the, the hand would actually grab a, 
an, an object to produce hand fatigue under performance. And we dove into that. And uh, with the help of our product team and, uh, and an industrial engineer, uh, industrial designer, came up with Trigon. And it's a, it's a really cool shape. Um, but more importantly, it is a, uh, it's, it, it helps your performance. The rod just kind of finds you. It's hard to explain until you cast it or set the hook. Um, it's not round. It really flattens off a little bit at the top and then curves around and, and forms an apex at the bottom. And it's uh, really neat to see people pick it up, especially when you put a reel on it, put a little load on it. They're like, man, I can see how this works. So really the focus was on the handle and thus named Mojo Bass Trigon. So that's what won. And we're super excited to, uh, to have anglers get their hands on it. Yeah. And you handed one to me, uh, bait casting model. You handed it to me. I grabbed it. And I, I think immediately what I felt was it felt right. It felt comfortable. Um, I, I think that's the design is perfect. It turned out well. And uh, you handed me a rod with a reel on it that is also new for you. A seven uh, is the name of the brand. And uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about that, too? Yeah, the, you know, Sinclair's on our 75th anniversary this year, and, and seven were really uh, segueing right into seven decades in the making. You know, it's a brand new brand um, that we just launched. Uh, there's one bait caster called the GF, two spinning called the GS and GX, and then a saltwater series called the GSW. And we really looked at what we thought would make anglers better, you know, with the focus on the spinning reels on, again, with the help of our industrial designer on, you know, fit, finish, feel, aesthetics. Uh, we put a lot of attention to the drag, uh, the, the quality of the bearings and all of them, uh, you know, just the things as, as anglers we look at, you know, in, in, in uh, just overall fishing performance, a lot of attention to all those things. And we're really excited about it. It was a great launch, a lot of enthusiasm. And uh, the GF Baitcaster will be available 9-1. And then the, the uh, spinning rails on the freshwater side will be available after the first of the year. Okay. And how about on the, the redesigned uh, St. Croix models on the rods? What's the availability for that? Because, you know, we do iCast and everybody says, oh, boy, the first thing you want to do is run to the tackle store and get this stuff. But some of it is not going to be out right away. Yeah, we have uh, Mojo Bass Trigon is going to be 9-1, and then we redesigned the Avid the Legacy Series. We made the blank 20% lighter with SC3+. Plus. It's a reach, though, when you pick it up. That's one I'm just as excited about. Then we also gave, uh, gave Bass X a really good look, a super durable handle on it, just really a, a cool uh, design, too, and that's going to be 11-1, um, so unavailability. So they're all coming. You know, they'll, they'll be there. Some sooner than others, but it's just one of those things we we'll have to keep an eye on. But it's what's exciting me, Dave, is uh, we work really hard to give the angler the upper hand in every single instance. We, you know, we, we listen and uh, and try to do the best we can, knowing we have control over uh, over a lot. And uh, it seems like we've accomplished it. And it, it and it's it's certainly humbling to win the award with Mojo, but a lot of cool stuff coming. Oh yeah, and and. The overall show was great. 13,600 people showed up. The vibe was good. There was a lot of new people there. Um, I think they had 108 new exhibitors at ICAST, and it's always a great opportunity to connect with some of these people. We only see once a year, but it is a, a fishing family, and I don't know if uh, maybe the last day you got to walk around and look at a few things or not, but uh, 
Did you not also think that it was a pretty vibrant show? A lot of lot of people walking around doing their thing. Well, you you laid out the data on it, and it was between the new vendors and the attendance, and I'm just ecstatic. And and I'm speaking on behalf of, of St. Croix, we just really have to. Say a big thanks because everybody's been talking about the obstacles out there, inflation and home interest prices and gas prices and all this doom and gloom you hear from everybody out there. And guess what? Fishing industry just steps right up time and time again. And it's indicative of the passion that all of these folks, you know, display when they're out executing their sports. And you and I have talked about this for years, whether we're hunters or fishermen, we're just we do what we do and we do it all in. <laughs> this was just evidence of that. And it's just really cool to see everybody get together and not only celebrate last year, but, you know, identify the the, the, the uh, opportunities we have going into 24 and just taking full advantage of it. Yeah, one of the nice things about ICAST is uh, for the listeners, obviously, we talked about it beforehand, don't get to go, but uh, they have an on the water, uh, which you guys participated in, I think, uh, every year since they started doing that. And it was uh, you know, it's an opportunity for the dealers that are looking at product to get a demonstration, not in a booth in a building, but actually right there on the water. You can cast things. You can throw lures and see what they look like. You can test a trolling motor out and see how that is. Um, that That's a great benefit, I think, to being able to show and sell your product. Huge aspect of ICAST, and it allows the dealers and the media to get hands on. And I've been fortunate enough to attend that ever since its inception at ICAST. And it seems to be something that's gaining momentum. And, uh, you know, it's up, it's up to us, the manufacturers, to make sure we have the, rod, the rods, reels, lines, baits, everything ready to go. Uh, it's right there. There's a, there's a lake back there. And, and it's full of bass, too. I mean, I had a really good one on that got off. It, typical of me, I was just not prepared. I was thinking work and showing somebody that, uh, how the how the seven bait caster worked, and all of a sudden something's pulling on the other end. <laughs> but it was uh, it's just it's just great, you know, mm-hmm. to to get people down there, get hands on, because you know we can we can do the best we can trying to explain to people what things are like through visual assets and videos and features and so forth and so forth. But when you actually get your hands on them, you know that's that's certainly the jury. Yeah, that's funny you say that. That lake full of bass. I I saw several. Uh, photos of people i think uh, john cruz from missile baits was holding up a fish and there's somebody else i don't remember what company it was but they're demoing their baits like you you get hit but you're not in that mode you're not fishing you're you're explaining product and it and it just happens and uh, so you the one you had on looked pretty be a pretty good sized fish what's funny is i thought somebody threw over my line <laughs> my line was going off to the side, and I thought, oh, man, some guy threw over my line. I looked, and I'm like, there's nobody here. That's a fish. By the time <laughs> I reeled down, I'm totally whiffed on it. I'm like, man. But you know what? It, I, like I said, I, I was I was really intent on the features, and it happened to be on the Trigon handle mojo with the 7GF baitcaster. And that's that's where my mind was. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad that I don't think about that stuff when I'm actually fishing. <laughs> right, right. And, and there's uh, it's great because. Um, many of these products are 2024, but they're going to come out uh, later. And, you know, for fall this year, people get to see them in the stores. I know in my case, I placed a, a pretty healthy order for the product that um, you came out with and the new stuff and other things that I needed. And it, they'll be in stores and people will be able to come and look at them. And uh, unfortunately, we live in the Midwest and before we know it, we'll be, uh, our water gets hard and we have to go south to fish or, you know, just dream of the of the next year in the spring. But um, 
Did you get to look at anything else at ICAST, or were you strapped to the booth pretty much? Dave, usually I do, and our appointments were up this year. Um, I had a camera in the booth a lot this year, um, and it was such a awesome, exciting launch with, with the seven brand that I did not get a chance to do it. And by the time Friday rolled around, we still had people trickling through looking to see what was new. And you know what? I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, in past years, I've had a chance to walk around really more to communicate to our, our, uh, dealer partners out there. What's new, those that can't attend. Yeah. I'm sure I didn't get to do it. Uh, but the show was bigger to your point as well. So it would have taken me a lot more time to cover it this year too. So I'm just going to wait and let things come to fruition like everybody else does, which is not a bad thing. No. And it was nice to see the fly guys back in the show. Uh, maybe not at the level that they were before, but it's still the industry and it's still, uh, good to have them there. And, uh, you know, showing showing off what they have, and it gives I think a lot better chance of them getting new customers to sell to, and then we sell to the the customers that end users, uh, and it's great. And uh, I can't wait for the for the next one. It goes by fast, and always enjoy having you on, and look forward to next week. Hey, thanks so much, Dave. As always, ah, uh, no problem. Thanks, Dan. That was Dan Johnston. I am Dave Kranz. And this segment of the We Fish ASA podcast was brought to you by St. Croix, the best rods on earth. We will be right back. Rule your water. Rule it with a St. Croix rod. Whether you take to the lake, wade the rivers, or cast from shore, St. Croix provides responsive performance, ensuring your success below every surface. With a St. Croix rod in hand, you're a part of a celebrated tradition that has spanned 70 years. Touch, power, and control are right at your fingertips and extend to you the finest fishing experience on the planet. St. Croix, the best rods on earth. The outdoors is more than just a profession for us here at Big Rock Sports. As avid anglers, hunters, and outdoor enthusiasts, it's our passion. So advocating on behalf of the outdoor sporting goods industry is a top priority for us. Big Rock Sports is proud to serve as the voice and advocate of outdoor sporting goods retailers across the nation. Big Rock Sports works tirelessly to protect our fisheries and anglers' rights. Big Rock Sports, we are here for you. I'm professional angler Kevin Van Dam, and people always ask me, what's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn-out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit KeepAmericaFishing.org and pledge to pitch it. Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz, and this segment is brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. I always like to say everybody I get to interview on this segment has a passion for the outdoors. My next guest certainly does. He has had a passion for it for decades. We've known each other for that long. I'd like to welcome Jim Crawley to the program. How you doing, Jim? Hey, Dave. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate this opportunity. Oh, no problem. And for those listeners out there, you may have run across Jim Crawley outdoors. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit what, about what you got going on, Jim. We both just got back from ICAST. We're going to do a little bit of an ICAST wrap-up and talk about the highlights that we both saw. But uh, tell the listeners uh, what you have going on with your programming. 
Uh, right now, we're in the second season of Jim Crowley Outdoors on Wired to Fish TV, and that can be seen. I think there's like nine or ten different streaming stations it's on right now, but Plex and Fubo uh, are probably two of the biggest right now, with I think a couple being added at the end of the year. But my show is on Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, Central Time, and then I think I have hour blocks on the weekend. So um, it's that's been pretty exciting, and they can keep up with everything on Facebook and uh, YouTube and Instagram. Uh, but yeah, it's we've this year so far we filmed from everywhere, from Florida all the way up uh, to Ontario, and maybe have one more in southeastern Manitoba this year. So we covered you know mostly largemouth and smallmouth, but a lot of different varieties of fish this year. I think there's going to be six or seven. Uh, different species on including tarpon uh, on the show this year so it's it's been busy but it's it's what i love to do and so far the last two years it seems that it's been received extremely well uh so we're going to keep um we're going to keep going along that i'm actually editing a show as as you called today finishing up um a show that we did on lake of the woods after my favorite fish smallmouth and for a new lodge so it's been a lot of fun but after i cast i think you and i probably both slept extremely well the following day <laughs> it's a it's a lot the travel and being on your feet and walking around that huge convention and and for those of you who say oh yeah you guys got it made you do media you do you know i'm in the tackle <laughs> world they they don't realize how much work goes into that and everybody that you see in the industry that has been successful, they've earned it all because they're working very, very hard at it. Yes, do we uh, truly appreciate and feel that we're blessed that we are in this industry and we get to make yes, a living at it? Yes, yes absolutely. But yeah, ICAST, uh, I got there on Monday because I was fishing the ICAST Cup Tuesday morning, had a blast doing that, then went and uh, looked at the on the water uh, for a little bit. All of a sudden, the, the skies opened up, lightning and rain ran in, they cleared up in Florida, it doesn't rain very long when it rains, and then went back out, looked at some products there, and then the new product showcase, uh, before anything even opened up on Wednesday, it, it's a busy place, isn't it? It is. I mean, uh, last year I got there early on Tuesday, you know, where everybody was still setting up, and this time I just came in later in the afternoon, and actually from the airport, I went right to get my badge and went right to the product show, showcase, because I had a feeling it was going to be as crazy as it was, and you're 100% correct. As soon as I got in the door, um, the insanity of good insanity started right away. And I, I think in all the years I've done this, I cast this without question was one of the busiest, um, back to back everything, uh, that, that I've experienced, but that's good. It's, it's the industry is strong. It's, it's coming back, uh, better. And I know we had a couple great years there and then things slowed down, but there's a lot of optimism. There was a lot of new products, not reinventions of the wheel, but good solid things I saw going forward. And there's a lot of smiling faces and a lot of laughing. And that's one of the things I like at ICAST is you get to see some of the people that you enjoy seeing. Unfortunately, you only get to see them about once a year, but there was a lot of positivity out there going forward. And, and, uh, it's, I, I would say the industry is in a, in a very, very good shape. And from everybody that I talked to, they were pretty happy about being there, and they had a lot to offer. And I think that's good for the sport, and I think it's good for the general public. Yeah, and I agree with you on, on the busyness. I heard uh, 13,600 was the final tally, uh, uh, which was a lot of people. The other thing is uh, the people you only get to see once a year. Even though that only happens once a year or twice a year, I do the Sport Fishing Summit, I'll get to see some of them there or, or at shows and uh, different things. But um, it is a big family. I've you can have competing companies, whether that's rods or reels or baits, but 
these guys go out to dinner together. They know each other. It's, for as big yeah. of an industry as it is, it's a family, isn't it? And for as big as it, I've always said, for as big as it is, that's how small it is. And what it means is just we're, you and I, and just about everybody else that we've known that, that has been in this industry for this long, we're literally one person away from knowing everybody else. Yeah. And I, I think when you're over over 10 years, or like you said, you and I have been in decades now, um, but there, I've met a lot of good people. I've, I've made... I've had a very, very fortunate time. I've, 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 I've been very, very blessed with the opportunities that, that I've had and that I continue to have. And a lot of that comes from building good, solid relationships. So it was very good to go out to dinner and have fun and laugh and, and see those people again. It's, it's always, it's always good. It is. It is. So, um, on on the sponsor end of mine with St. Croix has uh, been a sponsor for my fishing and, uh, and the, uh, the podcast here, uh, they won for a rod, and I know some of your sponsors had some wins there too. Yeah, really, really good, and um, we were thrilled, of course, with American Tackle, especially at the first component company ever winning uh, best of show in the industry. This was this was American Tackle's fifteenth industry award that that's here in America and Europe. That's the most of any component company out there. Uh, they won 14th earlier that morning. I was down in Oviedo, Florida, uh, Oviedo, uh, a couple, about three weeks ago. And as soon as I saw the Suka 2 handle, I'm a rod builder myself. And I looked at Darren, he the vice president. I said, you're winning. I'm telling you right now, you're winning best of category. And I, and I knew that right there because the, the entire handle assembly weighs an ounce. Yep. And anybody who knows compressed carbon fiber knows it, it, it literally and if you don't know i'm going to tell you it's it's actually a megaphone or it echoes anything you feel in graphite so that bump you felt before it almost feels like a punch in the arm the, the <laughs> sensitivity is magnified um i think probably more companies are going to be using this after it comes out first of the year it lightens everything up it puts an incredible amount of feel out there those guys worked very very hard for almost eight or nine years figuring this out about how to do it, it's actually blow molded is what they ended up coming with. And it, it's, it's an incredible thing. And as long as I've known these guys, and as long as I've worked for them, I was so happy with them because literally all of them were hugging each other and jumping up and down because it was a family effort that they worked on this together. And I was, I was thrilled to see them take home everything. Yeah, it's nice to see um, smaller family groups uh, win things. Of course, you know, some of the big corporate conglomerates, like every industry, there's been so much consolidation in ours. Companies are buying more and more and more. Whether that's good for uh, the R&D or not, um, it doesn't make a difference. It's what happens in every business. But we still are an industry that there is room for individuals and families and, and a couple of partners to go into something and be successful. Yeah, sure. And especially, you know, the, the old adage that two heads are better than one. Um, when when you have people that are passionate about everything and work on things together, you've seen that for years at St. Croix, and the success continues. And I've seen the same with American Tackle. Blackfish was another one. This was their first, and Blackfish is a, is a sister company at Clam. Mm -hmm. And, you know, th this was their first time that Blackfish came as a company to ICAST and won best of category uh, with their new Gale. Um, incredible, incredible line of clothing. VMC won again uh, with their, with a, a new articulating Nedbrit 
med rig jig had um and rapala had a lot of great stuff that came you know that that they also bought with them like they do every year but there were some smaller companies out there that had a lot of great stuff it's always intriguing to see companies coming in where that their passion may be different than yours but it's still the same it's fishing and to see them come in and putting their efforts together and i'm sure we saw people for the first time this year that in years to come may be winning their own industry award Yes, absolutely. And, and I get people in the industry that say, oh, you're, you're going, you go to ICAST every year, why wouldn't you just go every other year? And I think we both would say because it's different every year and it is that one time a year you get to see people. And every year I'm surprised. I mean, we've been in it for decades of what new innovations have come out in our industry. And I, I, I can only guess and you can only guess what's coming forward. Oh my goodness. I mean, you look at the advancements since you and I started in, in electronics specifically yeah. stuff that I still don't even understand. <laughs> um, that, I just, honestly, I just, I, you know, I was looking over some of the new stuff and I'm like, my goodness, I'm going to need a manual and a couple 20 year old kids to explain it to me because they'll understand it, you know, better than I will. But some of the new trolling motors, the new iReel from Casking that you can actually, that it's actually Bluetooth accessible. Once you plug it in and get the app, it will tell you how far your casts are, how many casts you made in a day, when you got bit, what your lure speed, what your retrieve speed. Then there's glasses that you can wear that will put it down like Terminator on the list. I don't know if I ever want to do all that kind of stuff, but there, but there are people and companies out there that love so much interactive things that the possibilities that we never thought about five years ago, 10 years ago, for sure, 20 years ago. And that stuff is here in front and center right now it's interesting because to me that tells me that more people are investing in more things to make the sport bigger and better and so it is exciting to to see all that stuff and you are 100 percent correct that changes every year not every other year heck it changes every couple months it, it does and it's it's always surprising to see what comes out and uh, you know a lot of those things you see are, are small 10 by 10 boots and if they don't get a lot of people to say order it it may never get made but there's so many things there that they know it's going to be successful and that's why you and i go and that's why we'll be there next year and a year after and a year after that because it's exciting and we get to uh, regroup and receive see the family members that we've made in this industry like you and i and uh, definitely appreciate you coming on i'm sure it won't be the last time we have you and uh, thanks for your time and your opinions on iCast. Well, I, I appreciate the opportunity. God bless you and all your listeners. And um, yeah, I look forward to the next iCast for sure. And next time we get to sit down and talk a little bit. Excellent. Sounds good, Jim. Thank you. That was Jim Crawley. I am Dave Kranz. And this segment was brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. The We Fish ASA podcast will be right back. The outdoors is more than just a profession for us here at Big Rock Sports. As avid anglers, hunters, and outdoor enthusiasts, it's our passion. So advocating on behalf of the outdoor sporting goods industry is a top priority for us. Big Rock Sports is proud to serve as the voice and advocate of outdoor sporting goods retailers across the nation. Big Rock Sports works tirelessly to protect our fisheries and anglers' rights. Big Rock Sports, we are here for you. 
Calcutta Outdoors, from bluegill to bluefin, Calcutta Outdoors has the innovative outdoor recreational brands that consumers are looking for. We offer a wide range of trusted products, from fishing rods, combos, and tackle to coolers, drinkware, outdoor apparel, and marine accessories. Calcutta Outdoors. Bass anglers have heard it all when it comes to manufacturers having the best casting rail. Well, Daiwa can back it up with the Tatula SV. The Tatula SV has three key features that make it the most versatile casting reel on the market today. The SV spool is a lightweight aluminum spool allowing for long control light lure casting. MAG4Z gives you the option to set a precise casting range no matter what lure or wind situation. The Daiwa T-Wing system reduces line angle and friction when casting. Distance, control, and finesse like no other reel on the market. Tatula, the ultimate finesse long cast system designed by Daiwa. We Fish ASA is back. I'm Steve Surley. My partner is Dave Kranz. We Fish ASA is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. Please help to ensure the future of fishing by visiting keepamericafishing.org. You know, if you're an industry professional of any kind, please consider joining the American Sport Fishing Association by visiting asafishing.org. Uh, with us now is one of my favorite guys in the world of fishing. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, he does so many things, but uh, he, he educates. Uh, he just entertains people. It's, it's phenomenal what he does. Uh, he has taught more people to catch fish than most people I can think of. He's got an exceptional life, a great family, and one of the hardest working guys around. Please welcome Hall of Famer Dale Strohshine. Hey, Dale, how you doing? Wow, <laughs> that was a heck of an introduction there, Steve. Thank you so much. I'm uh, it, I'm doing great, and that was awfully awfully humbling to hear that intro. <laughs> you know, it's just the truth that you know you're not going to say I was fibbing at all, and probably not going to say I'm over. I'm exaggerating because you are such a humble guy. Uh, I I know you don't. Your face is probably red right now, but I swear, Dale, everything I said was true. Well, I I certainly. Uh, very grateful and appreciate that. Um, you know, I've never thinking as a as a young man, you know, or, or as a young child riding my pedal bike down to the lagoon to go fishing pretty much during every waking moment, uh, you know, of my childhood, that I would end up doing what I am today. But I'll tell you, it's been a it's been an amazing ride and and uh, I couldn't be prouder to uh have met uh, individuals like yourself, you know, that work Equally as hard, you know, uh, getting the word out to help others because, you know, I mean, as, as you all know, as we all know, Steve, um, you know, it's a quality that's going away today, unfortunately, in society, and that's just helping others. You know, I've I've had some really good people along the way that have helped me and and uh, get where I am currently today, and that's one of the big reasons that I love returning the favor, you know, pay it forward, as they say. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I have spent a lot of time talking to people and trying to, you know, interrogate them and find somebody to tell me something bad about Dale Strohshine. You know what? Never been able to find one. Man, everybody's your friend. Everybody likes and appreciates what you do. Well, I, it's uh, it's really nice to hear that, Steve. I mean, you, you said I was red in the face before uh, you were you were spot on and. 
And now if you could see me, I'm, I'm actually uh, a little teared up. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that is so, wonderful. Uh, and I, I said I said family before. Uh, your, your partner in crime uh, is your wife, Karen, and she is just absolutely wonderful. And, uh, man, she's like your actual right hand, you know, connected to your connected to your shoulder. I don't know what you'd do if she wasn't around to, to cover everything for you. Well, you know, I mean, and, and of all, honestly, Steve, you're, you're so correct with that. I mean, and, and to be honest with you as well, I mean, a lot of guys that end up being successful in life, it, it really comes down to having a good partner and, and, uh, and, and having a stronger spouse. I mean, my wife does so much, as you said, I mean, she keeps all the resorts going uh, while I'm out fishing, and, you know, she schedules all those girls down there at the resort, and she keeps all those rooms clean. You know, she takes care of my grandchildren, uh, you know, nonstop. And then I've got multiple guides that work for me, and she keeps all their calendars and, and my calendar. And, uh, you know, she helps me, you know, whenever I and putting up posts on Facebook, I'm very particular about how things are. So she always proofs every one of my posts because I'm I'm that particular and <laughs> making sure that everything's done right. And uh, yeah, so she's uh, she's definitely the one that really has allowed me to be where I am today. And it, and more of my success is credited to her than probably anybody else. I won't argue with that. I think she's fantastic. And you, you said Facebook. I, I, I follow you on Facebook, and I've got to ask this question. Uh, it, we're in the middle of Art Week. Now, they, Dale said he, you know, they, they own and operate the Sand Bay Beach Resort up in uh, Door County, Wisconsin, Sturgeon Bay. And uh, he, runs, he runs this resort, and he's a phenomenal guide. And I see you referring to the fact that we are in Art Week. Who is this guy, Art, that you talk about so highly? <laughs> well, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, he's, he's a, he's a guide dream, if you will. I mean, he's, he's a, every guide would love to have an art and, uh, his name is Art Garcia. Um, he's from, uh, uh, Wisconsin here, just, um, south on the south side of Milwaukee. And, um, anyhow, Art, uh, has been fishing with me now for a number of years. He's 82 years old. He's going to be 83 this year. And Art, believe it or not, takes 30 days a year with me. He fishes 30 days a year. He takes five days in May, June, July, August, September, and typically October. And uh, and then he takes 36 nights lodging with us at our resort, Steve. So he takes six nights with each one of his uh, trips. And we go out and we chase big smallmouth on every single trip. And let me tell you something, art is no fault. Uh, matter of fact, there's many of days where I find myself sitting down and he's still standing in the back of the boat. He's just amazing. <laughs> and um, I've looked. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, please, please go. I just find this incredible. Yeah, and I've, I've learned so much from him. Um, he was really kind of a... a a one-trick pony, if you will, and I'm not meaning it disrespectfully. Uh, he, his strength was finesse fishing, and uh, he really, really showed me the ropes, if you will, on the Ned Rig, and, um, which is a small, light jig, for those of you that don't know what a Ned Rig is, with, a, with about a three-inch piece of a worm on it. And it was really, it was designed, 
I think by Ned Cady uh, for largemouth, and it was a uh, really was meant for shallow water fishing. But we've made some adaptations to it. Uh, we're fishing now the Ned rig out in very deep water. But my point is that I've gotten Art a little bit out of his comfort zone, just because there's days where you've got to go to more reactionary style type fishing for these smallmouth, where you're using you know hard body baits things that you're throwing out, Steve, that you would be casting and just retrieving and um, where you can do better numbers of fish. So I've taken him a little bit out of his comfort zone, but unfortunately, you know, with Art going on 83 years old, he's got a little arthritis and, you know, this, that, and the other thing is, as we all know, as we get older, things always don't work the way we want them to. So I do wear him out a little bit. We were out today. Um, again, like you said, we're in Art Week. Um so I always coin the phrase Art Week, and I put up what day it is uh, out of how many days that we fish each year. And uh, Art has a huge following, Steve. It's amazing the amount of people. It's so funny because I'll pull into a gas station, and there'll be a boat over two islands down, and the guy will come walking over, and he said, hey, I know it's Art Week. Is that Art sitting in the truck? Can I get a picture with him or say hello to him? And I'm like, sure. So I go, all right, hey, we've got a fan here. They want to talk to you. Or we'll be out on the water, Steve, and some boat will blow by us. And they're like, Art, I know that's you. It's Art Week, so I know that's you. And, oh, it's just hilarious. Matter of fact, I was out on the water with Art yesterday. I pulled in by, believe it or not, Scott Willie, who was Mark and, and Mark's son uh, from the Willie Planer boards from years ago. Oh, yeah. And his wife... Yeah, they they live out in uh, in New York, and they've got a cottage just on the um, on the water on the south side of Egg Harbor. And I saw they were up, and I saw his wife outside. So when I pulled in with Art, his wife saw me. She came running. She went running to the house to get Scott. And then Scott and her came out, <laughs> and they were both saying hi to Art because they knew it was Art Week. And it's really funny. Art's just an amazing man. I mean, he's uh, a great fisherman. A great friend, and uh, I love him dearly. You know, he's become families. He's like my father now. I mean, my I've lost my dad here about ten or twelve years ago, and Art's uh, Art's a good second place for my father. We we do a lot together. We bicker like father and son, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, Steve. Well, I had to ask. I had to ask because I, from me seeing him on your page so many times. I have an affinity for the guy. I like him, and I had to ask and give give him a shout out. Art Garcia, you're a great fisherman, a great guy, and uh, you just keep coming up and uh, spending time with uh, with Dale. He's, yeah, I think he's uh, really improving his life by spending time with you. It sounds like you guys are great together. Well, it's really funny, Steve, because. Mercury a couple of years ago called me and they said, Hey, listen, we want to do a story on art. And uh, I said, well, let me, let me kind of run it by him to make sure it's okay. Cause art's a pretty quiet guy, real laid back, you know? So I call art up and uh, I said, Hey, art Mercury wants to do our story on you. And they're like, well, why do they want to do a story on me? And I go, art, you got to understand one thing. You're 80 plus years old. There's people that are half your age that can't find time to go fishing. And you're such an inspiration to so many people. And you give them hope that they can get out and do it. And I said, that's why they want to do a story on you. Because 
What you do is amazing. <laughs> it's it certainly is. It certainly is. Hey, what 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 you do is amazing. I say, you know, you hear people say all the time, I'm, I want to give up my job and go open up a bait shop and, and, and do nothing but fishing. Bad call because, and my partner Dave Kranz is a, is a retailer in northern Illinois. You own a bait shop, you, you don't go fishing because you're in that bait shop, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. And the idea that you did this to fish more doesn't usually happen. Now, now, my partner Dave has figured it out. He, he's on the water all the time. But most guys are in, in the shop and not able to fish. The other thing is when guys say, yeah, I want to quit my job, move up to Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, whatever, get me a small resort, and that's what I want to do for a living and be fishing too. I, I, I said that many years ago to my wife. I said, I want to go buy like a little four or five small cabin resort with a little bar and uh, – I'll uh, I'll take people fishing during the day, then I'll tent bar and regale them with uh, my many, uh, you know, uh, my many stories that that may be a little bit on the the hyperbole side. But uh, and she said, "What do I do?" I said, "Well, you'll be cleaning cabins and and doing that stuff." And uh, we we haven't talked about this in like forty years. I I think I brought it up once. You own a resort. How the heck can you keep the quality up? on a sand bay beach resort and do what you do. Yeah, you know, Steve, um, first of all, I want to say I remember having a few conversations with you in regards to you, I think, wanting to be a resort owner that I recall uh, some of the times we have sat down together and had some discussions about things. But uh, to answer your question, yeah, you know, I'm I'm pushing 60 now and, and – uh, what I've done is I'm, I'm working out more, I'm eating healthier, and uh, because, you know, you, you can't be hiring out. So Karen and I pretty much, you know, Karen takes care of, like I said earlier uh, in the discussion, she takes care of everything pretty much internally. Um, she does do a lot of the outside work, though, as far as uh, keeping things going as well. And then I get a honeydew list, you know, every once in a while where I got, you know, lights to fix or, you know, air filters that swap out inside the uh, air conditioning system or the heating system or whatever it is. But, you know, between her and I, um, it's pretty much up to us. I mean, I, like this morning, I got up at 6 o'clock. Um, I went down to the beach uh, right away in, in my off-road, my, my UTV, and uh, I dragged the beach this morning, put all the chairs back. I pick up all the feathers and debris on the beach. Um, I quick ran back. To the, re, to the house, uh, parked the UTV, uh, which which is a, a great machine that I have. And then I got in the truck. My wife had the truck hooked up for me. She had my coffee in the truck. She was on her way to Green Bay to pick up my grandsons, Jason and crew. And uh, then I jumped in the truck, drove down and picked up Art. And uh, we went fishing all day, you know. So it's it, it's not getting any easier, Steve, as we're getting older. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, uh, some of that work, though, I will say this, Steve, though, it's very therapeutic for me personally. Um, I've got a very good green uh, green thumb, if you will, as far as landscaping. And um, I find that work outside like that very relaxing. And it's, it's kind of nice once in a while for me just to be out of the boat. 
<laughs> excellent, excellent. I need to take a quick break. Uh, folks, we're here on We Fish ASA with Hall of Famer Dale Strohshine, one of the best multi-species fishermen you'll ever have, owner-operator of the Sand Bay Beach Resort up in uh, Sturgeon Bay. That's uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. And we'll have more to talk about with Dale Storshine right after this. For most anglers, the unexpected is expected. But what you can do is take matters into the seat of your, well, shorts. Meet Aftco's Overboard Shorts, winner of the iCast Best in Category for Technical Clothing. Built with a 100% submersible pocket that keeps the unexpected dry dock for the other guy. Overboard keeps the good times rolling and your valuables safe for the next adventure. Overboard Shorts from Aftco. Learn more at aftco.com overboard. Bass anglers have heard it all when it comes to manufacturers having the best casting rail. Well, Daiwa can back it up with the Tatula SV. The Tatula SV has three key features that make it the most versatile casting reel on the market today. The SV spool is a lightweight aluminum spool allowing for long control light lure casting. MAG4Z gives you the option to set a precise casting range no matter what lure or wind situation. The Daiwa T-Wing system reduces line angle and friction when casting. Distance, control, and finesse like no other reel on the market. Tatula, the ultimate finesse long cast system designed by Daiwa. The St. Croix story has evolved over 70 years. With gritty determination, St. Croix built the most advanced fishing rod facility in the world. And with it, a world-class brand that has earned the respect and admiration of anglers around the planet. We will continue to challenge ourselves, our employees, and our partners to be the best every day. We're proud to celebrate 70 years of passion and commitment to making the best rods on earth. St. Croix. We Fish ASA is back. I'm Steve Sarley here with Dale Strohsheim, one of the finest people you'll ever have the pleasure to meet in the world of fishing. Let's talk smallmouth bass. You're blowing my mind saying you're throwing Ned rigs. Uh, for for smallmouth on big water like that, what kind of depth are you in? Well, you know, most of the season here, Steve, I would say I spend my time really fishing, you know, on the on the waters of Green Bay, which is a very big body of water, very complex body of water, which has helped me become the angler that I am today, just because of all the heavy currents that we've got. It's constantly moving the bait, and you know, the fish follow suit. But uh, the depths that I primarily target for smallmouth, really throughout the year, I would say the sweet spot is going to be anywhere between that 8 foot and about 15. That's always a really good area to be positioned in um, for the smallmouth. And for the listener, you know, if they're coming up to the Sturgeon Bay area, the one thing I would tell them that's very important, Steve, is you've got to keep moving. You can't fish areas that you did in the spring because the fish are migratory uh, where they where they move out of their, their spring patterns. A lot of guys struggle because they think they're always going to be back in the bays. And what happens is, you know, the fish are back in the bays in the spring. A lot of people will come up and fish in the bays in the spring. They come back in the summer months and they can't catch any fish because they're, they're chasing, you know, what I call uh, – uh, you know, 
what we did yesterday, you know, and uh, you can't you can't do that. The fish are migratory; they move offshore. And um, the one thing you always want to remember is if it's calm, work a little bit deeper, and meaning that you know that 15 or 12 to maybe like 25 feet of water. And if it's rough or you got a chop on the water, then work that eight to like 15 foot area. That's and then the one thing I always try to do as well, Steve, is if it's calm, go finesse uh, wacky worms like we were using today uh, and Ned rigs. And then drop shots are real good, uh, you know, uh, choices as far as presentations go. And then when it gets a little rough out or you get a chop on the water, go to more reactionary stuff like uh, spy baits, um, I would say lipless baits, uh, spinner baits, and then square bills. Those are going to be great choices as far as for type of reactionary, type of hard body bait. I go back on, on the Ned rig, and I've had Ned on a couple of times. Uh, uh, man, he's a real fountain of knowledge. I had him on two weeks in a row. At the end of the first time, I said, i got to do this again next week, Ned. I'm just learning so much. And uh, this is pretty much a bottom bait. Ned Ned told me the key, right. the key to the Ned rig is whether you're drifting or, or, or trolling or whatever, is to keep it a foot off the bottom. He says, if it hits the bottom, stirs up the bottom, it's going to take you a while for that bottom to go down. He says, you got to know how to keep it a foot off the bottom. And I'm scratching my head going, how do you do that? And he says, you just got to do it. Can you explain that? Is, is, is he telling me right, and can you keep your bait off the bottom but close enough to the bottom that it's effective? Boy, I'll tell you, Steve. I, you know, I, I don't work it that way. I, All right, good, I, I, good. I would have to think. Yeah, I would have to think that everybody's got their own cadence, if you will, as far as like you're explaining with Ned Katie there and what he's doing. Um, my particular cadence, and I think why people struggle a lot of times with finesse fishing, first and foremost, before we go into the Ned rig, is they have poor line management, and um, line management. I, I want to say, Steve is. So such an imperative part of what we do. And, um, you know, a lot of people and, and so many things fall under line management and where people struggle so much using like a finesse presentation, like a Ned rig and how I use that is they can't see their line and they're using like low vis lines they're using green. They're using a, a black or a darker color. Yeah. And, um, not not being able to see your line is a huge hurdle for anglers and really puts you as an angler at a disadvantage. So running a high-vis color really will help anglers become better anglers when it comes to finesse fishing because here on the Great Lakes with our water so clear, like where we're fishing here on the waters of Green Bay, which is the little sister, if you will, to Lake Michigan. It's a tributary that joins to Lake Michigan. We can see down 25, 30 feet in a lot of different areas. So we're getting a lot of this green algae growing on the bottom. Um, and if you're using too heavy of a bait, you drop down in this. If you're not knowing when the bait hits, you drop down in this stuff. And uh, so by having a high-vis line, what I do is, I make my cast, engage the bale. You always got to be ready right here uh, because as the bait is dropping and as 
especially when you're dealing with clear water applications like we do on the waters of Green Bay. The bite is going to be started by that descent of the bait dropping in, Steve. So with that being said, number one is only work your presentation about halfway back to the boat. After that, what I do is I reel it up and then start over because you're going you're gonna to waste a lot of your day when you're out there fishing the waters of Green Bay with the clear water because these smallmouth here are extremely visual feeders. So when you make that cast out, engage the bale, watch your line because a lot of times just as the bait hits, you're going to see your line go tight and just blind set because with a med rig, it's like cotton candy to a kid. It's, they're going to swallow it real quickly and it's going to be gut hooked. And that's what you don't want to have happen. Right, right. So, but if, if you, if you, if the bait hits the bottom, then what I do is, it's a real slow turn, one full revolution of the reel, and then wait for that line to settle in again. And as soon as you see that line fade off, you want to be turning because what you want to be doing, Steve, essentially is skipping that net rig along the bottom so that it doesn't drop in down into all that green algae that we've got on the bottom of the lake. Right. And the bite, the bite is going to be a pressure bite. So when you go to turn the handle, all you're going to feel is an increased amount of resistance. That is your bite. Now, if you're working like cabbage weeds, which I do at times, there what you're going to do is you're going to get a lot of bites where you rip the jig out, you, you rip the net rig out of the weeds, and then as the bait is dropping in, again, down to the bottom, you're just going to get a tick in the line. And when you get that tick set, because that's him, today we got numerous fish in that three and a three and a half to four and a half pound range working directly in vegetation today where we were ripping the the jig actually out of the cabbage and uh, a lot of big fish in there and all i'm using is six pound berkeley fire line with six pound uh, with a six pound fluorocarbon leader and i'm using either a crystal color or the flame green so i've got Really good line visibility with line management. Great, great advice. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned, I'm glad you did. I haven't had anybody talk about this in I don't know how long, but a lot of people get into that cabbage weight and you feel, oh, I'm snagged, and they try to rip it off and, and then reel in real fast so they can get it back to the boat and cast again. Bad mistake. It's amazing how many times you'll catch a fish just as that jig or hook is releasing from the weed you know you just pull it through the weed boom as soon as it gets off it acts different than you trigger a bite from that it's not a wasted cast at all you've got to look at it differently oh you're you are 100 correct on that spot on um you you definitely want to be ready when you rip it out of the weeds because those big ones especially that is like an immediate dinner bell. It triggers them to react, and it's one of the best bites you're going to get. And you talk about exciting. It doesn't get any ex more exciting than that. Well, there's nothing, nothing more exciting to me than, than smallies. Uh, and I know that your business is the Wacky Walleye Guide Service. Are, are, are walleyes not the favorite for you? Is, is it smallies, or is it just the, the whatever week it is that they're hitting is your favorite? <laughs> well, 
Here's what I always tell everybody when they ask me that. Mom also are like a new girlfriend to me. <laughs> you know, I chase walleyes, as you well know, Steve, all over the country, chasing my dream as a professional angler. Yep. You know, I fished Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, New York, Montana, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, North, South Dakota, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Canada. And when I started my business, I was really all about walleyes. But it's funny how much it's changed now because I used to do about 80% walleyes and 20% smallmouth when I started, you know, almost four decades ago. And today, it's just the opposite. That's, that's it's just the opposite. So today, now all we do is we chase smallmouth with very, with very little walleyes. People love these big smallmouths, you know. They want to go after the big smallmouths now. They don't want the walleyes. They've they've kind of been there and done that thing, if you will. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That is uh, that is something we could probably talk about this all day. But I'm out of time. I wanted to check in with you. I wanted to say hello. It's been a while. I did want to find out about Art Art Garcia. Thanks for calling me in on him and make sure you say hello. I hope to see you in the near future. Dale Strohshine, Wacky Walleye Guide Service. Hey, check out Sand Bay Beach Resort. This is a uh, definitely a destination for a, a trip of a lifetime. And I don't mean to be sexist in any way, Dale, but you want to go on a vacation and you want to fish and maybe your, your wife doesn't, I can't think of a better place to go than where you are because, man, the fishing will keep uh, one of the people busy all day, and there's so much to do: dining, shopping, uh, visiting, beautiful scenery. It's 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 like being in heaven. Uh, please check out Dale Storshine's Wacky Walleye Guide Service and Dale Storshine's Sand Bay Beach Resort. My friend, I look forward to seeing you in the near future. Let's do this again. Hey, Steve. Uh, listen, I really appreciate your time, and you know, I mean. Thank you so much for all that you do, you know, helping others with everything, you know, with the radio show and all the other things that you do, the writing and this, that, and the other things. You know, we all we all have a take in this, and we all uh, have our place in helping others become better anglers. And, uh, you know, without individuals like yourself giving me these opportunities to, you know, help, um, it would never take place. So thank you so much for all that you do as well, my friend. Hey, no, nobody I would rather talk to, and please send my regards to your lovely bride. We'll talk again soon. He is Dale Strohshine. That wraps up this week's edition of the We Fish ASA podcast. I'd like to thank today's guests, Dan Johnston from St. Croix, of course, Jim Crowley, Jim Crowley Outdoors, great interview, great guy. We will definitely have him on again. And my buddy Dale Strohshine, one of the best multi-species fishermen around. A class act. He represents the sport well. He represents his sponsors well. And best of all, he catches fish. Dale Strohshine. I'd like to thank our sponsors, St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Calcutta, makers of a line of products that fit your fishing lifestyle and passion. And Daiwa. We've got your bass covered. They do. Iowa Reels. Remember that We Fish ASA presents a new episode of our one-hour podcast each and every week. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, please check out our website, wefishasa.com. If you like what you hear, let us know. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about uh, or somebody you ought to have on the show, let us know that too. We're open to your input and we answer all of our mail. I'm Steve Sarley. I'm here with Dave Kranz. We'll see you next week. Now, let's go fishing. 
I'm professional angler Kevin Van Dam, and people always ask me, what's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit KeepAmericaFishing.org and pledge to pitch it.